Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. On the Bechdel cast, the questions asked if movies have women in them. Are all their discussions just boyfriends and husbands, or do they have individualism? The patriarchy's effing vast. Start changing it with the Bechdel cast. Hi, welcome to the Bechdel cast. My name is Jamie Loftus. My name is Caitlin Durante. And we were trying to think of a, a dancey way to introduce this episode if we couldn't think of any. Yeah, it uh, probably has something to do with dance being more of a visual medium. Yeah, you than, negged me off mic as well, Caitlin. I heard that. <laughs> Wait. I'm still stuck on cats, so I was like, <laughs> well, I wanted to do like a little Skimble Shanks uh, shuffle, but oh. this movie doesn't have a, a well, dearth I mean, of tap. There, there's no a, tap. a parallel because there's a lot of ballet in both cats and center stage. That's what? Ballet. Oh, ballet. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, hold on. I thought you meant like actor overlap. I was like, no, wait. No, 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 no. Just, oh. the, just the art form. Oh. Yes. The art form. The art form. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, it's a dance episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, next time we do a dance episode, we'll, we'll cook on it in the meantime and figure it out. Well, Anyways, we have got Black Swan coming up. We've, I know. So there's really not much time. <laughs> there's really not much time. Uh, so, But we're talking about Center Stage today. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the Bechtel cast. This is our uh, podcast where we talk about um, how women are portrayed in movies, usually not that good. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and sorry. we use the uh, how dare you do bad grammar. Well, you already yelled at me about <laughs> dance being a visual medium. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, we use the Bechdel test as a jumping off point, sometimes called the Bechdel-Wallace test, mm-hmm. uh, which is a media metric created by cartoonist Alison Bechdel. Oh, yes. Do I hear something fun? Yeah. Alison Bechdel knows the show exists. Wait, how do we? I, found I didn't it, know I found that. it yesterday. I'll tell you off my, but I found it. She she knows it exists. I don't think she's ever listened to it, but she heard, she's heard of it. Okay. She's heard of it, and that's a start. That's a start. She doesn't hate it. She's not going to sue us. That was she... my mean. I was like, is she going to be like, stop? Yeah, no no cease and desist yet, so she, she's, we're good. She's neutral. All right. She's Excellent. neutral. <laughs> awesome. So, but what's uh, the test? <laughs> it requires that two female identifying characters with names speak to each other about something something other than a man for at least two lines that's our bar yes that oh ha huh, bar dance 
dance bar swish we wow. did it we did it we got there <laughs> we're dancers yes uh you are a dancer jamie i, I mean it passed you, but you have I, been i was for 15 years <gasps> and then i became a visual arts major <laughs> and that's my story wow i'm basically well not no because maureen was good mm. never mind her mom like her mom cared and she was good so i'm not maureen i see uh, I I grew up playing soccer, so I didn't have your bend it no, like no Beckham. Dance. Yeah, I'm bend it like Beckham. Mm-hmm. Your if we have to be movies stage. from the early aughts, mm-hmm. um, maybe a little more center <laughs> stage. You're a little more bend it like Beckham. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, we have a guest as always. Uh, yes. She is wonderful. She's a She's writer, nice. comedian, host of What a Day podcast. Yes. It's Akila Hughes. Yeah. What up, y'all? Hi. <laughs> I thought I was gonna say Doug, and then I said y'all. And I'm like, I was surprised myself. <laughs> well, we we can't. <laughs> Yeah, the I, word dog, and this and this is a cats podcast. Yeah. This is a cats community. Honestly, we I wish we were talking about cats. I haven't seen it. <laughs> a film with no choruses, no, no real dancing, no plot, mm-hmm. no assholes. <laughs> it's a lot of things. No asshole. It's that uh, that asshole. Once someone pointed out it out to me, I couldn't unsee it. Oh right, no cat butts, no buttholes. Yeah, no, cause cats have like. Sorry, Prominent. gaping assholes. Yeah, like they they walk Huge. in the room backwards. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that we're not talking about it, but I guess we're at least we're talking about cats in general. That's yes. true. That's true. As long as we're we're our goal is to keep the conversation going around cats until it makes its budget back. Mm-hmm. So right. we're talking about it for years. <laughs> years, and years, and years. Yeah, you all were saying uh, what actor has a crossover in both? And I'm like, yeah, all the people who are in center stage went on to have better careers. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone who's in cats regrets it and is firing their agents Even- currently. I wonder if like the they approached the dad from the OC. They're like, "Do you want to be in Cats?" He's like, uh, "No, I'm good. I was the dad from the OC." So, yes, uh, I'd like to live on my eyebrow legacy and not yes. this garbage fire. <laughs> Thanks, though. Wow. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for being yes, here. We're so Thanks excited. Having me. Uh, so you brought us center stage. Yes. What's your history, your relationship with this movie? Honestly, we never rented it. My family was never a renting family, so I watched it probably a couple years after it came out on like basic cable uh-huh. <laughs> it came on every day yeah uh and i really loved it it was a movie that i think i watched by myself i was the youngest of four and i'm like there's not a lot of memories of watching movies alone yeah, <laughs> and I was yeah. Like, this was really formative for me uh-huh. i just thought dancing was so cool and moving to new york to dance uh-huh. would be so cool so i made my mom enroll me in ballet classes <laughs> After seeing this movie? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so cool. Media is influential. I know, right? We've said it before, we'll say it again. <laughs> exactly. I was like, look, there's a black person in this and she's a total bitch. I identify. <laughs> Let me be a dancer. And uh, yeah, my ballet teacher quit. Like <gasps> after like Whoa. three weeks because she said I didn't know how to tuck my popo in, which is her word for ass. So oh. I-, I think it was just Weird. how I was shaped. But uh, it was oh. really disappointing at the Salvation Army that oh. afternoon when I was like, "Where is my teacher?" <laughs> Did you continue to study dance or uh, study is a real <laughs> <laughs> that's a loaded word. Did a lot of work. Um, I so I auditioned for the dance team in high school mm-hmm. and like didn't break my ankle, but very nearly broke my ankle. So oh then I God. went on to audition in crutches. Like while practicing, I, I fell. Oh, like Eric Jones does like, in the Eric. movie. Yeah. Wow. Got to tell you, it was far more embarrassing because <laughs> I was also in puberty <laughs> among hot peers. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah, that was probably the end of dancing. I mean, I did like musicals in college and stuff, mm-hmm. but you know. 
step ball change. (laughs) Not a lot of like leaping. (laughs) Sure. Um, I had never seen this movie before. Wow. Prepping for the episode. Thank you so much. And I will admit, and this is embarrassing, but I thought that this movie and Save the Last Dance were the same movie. I just had no (laughs) idea. Like, I kind of knew both. I definitely have seen Save the Last Dance, but I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen Center Stage. And I was like, wait a minute. I haven't seen this because this is a different movie from Save the Last Dance. (laughs) There were a lot of dance movies back then, and they all revolved around, like, white dancers trying to be a little different. (laughs) Yes, yes. And I think Save Save the Last Dance came out, like, the year after this. Right, they came out so soon. Yeah, Yeah. right. So I was And definitely was a bigger hit, Save the Last Dance. Yeah. (laughs) Well, who were we to... We had a recent guest who was like, oh, yeah, that movie's just about how... Like interracial oh, uh, teenage kissing, like yeah. that was, was and at the time they're like, yeah. right? Like, huh? yes. Yeah, it was a uh, uh, Lacey mostly. Lacey, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Carrie Washington's debut as mm. <laughs> only line is like, "Yeah, stealing black men." And I'm like, that doesn't seem like a thing a teenage girl would say. <laughs> but all right, right. So yeah, I I'm very new to this movie. Uh, Jamie, what about you? I had seen this movie uh, at like sleepovers. I think I, I was very, very into dance as a kid. That was like my thing when I was little. I got a scholarship to go to dance school, wow. and I really, I was like very excited and, and passionate about it. And then I did that thing like when I like did it all the way through high school. I did all this stuff, and then like I didn't get my first audition in college, and I'm like, well, I quit. And then just mm. never did it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good for her. Uh, <laughs> but a I, real role model. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, the first sign of resistance, just quit. <laughs> You'll probably turn out fine. Yeah, maybe uh-huh. I don't love this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that. I like. I don't know. I I I really like dance. I like dance movies. This was, I think, probably a part of like a double feature at like my cousin Chloe's house. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really like this movie. I didn't realize I hadn't seen it in like years and years and years. And I didn't like when I was little, I didn't recognize anyone in it. But now you're like, oh, damn, this is like Zoe Saldana's first, first movie. feature. Yeah, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, should I do yeah. the recap and we'll go from there? Yeah. Before, wait, the, the tagline for this movie on the poster is life doesn't hold tryouts. Oh, oh. Something to think about. Something to think about. Really? Some food for thought. Something to think about. Okay. (laughs) I'm sure it means something. Right. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out what. (laughs) And yeah, it's just like a bunch of dumbasses sitting in a circle in a marketing office like, Ballet. Ballet. What uh, tryouts? Life. Tryouts. Uh, life. life is tryouts. <laughs> life is not tryouts. <laughs> Perfect. Printed. Um, <clears throat> all right. So the story. A group of young ballet students, I think they're like 18. This is like, they're going to this academy instead of, like, in lieu of going to, like, a university. That's, okay. Is, so I think, is uh, I'm are asking. We, are we to believe they're all legal adults? This um, that comes into play a few times where I'm like, oh, I, I, I sure hope, hope so. so. <laughs> the actors are, but I don't know. Right. Yeah, I think I they're, tell. like, 18 having just graduated from high school, I believe. Um, but they all get accepted so. into, <laughs> right. <laughs> they get accepted into a very competitive, prestigious ballet school in... In New York City, ever heard of it? <laughs> uh, and it's called ABA, the American Ballet Academy, which is uh, fictitious for this movie. Among them are Jody Sawyer, 
Eva Rodriguez, that's Zoe Saldana's character, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Maureen, and everyone Maureen, thinks... Maureen, a.k.a. the girl from um, the girl from 10 Things I Hate yeah, About You. Things. She was obsessed with oh. Shakespeare. Oh, that's her. <laughs> yeah. That was oh. like... Teen oh. queen. <laughs> She's one of those... Right. She was in like three things and then... Poof, Where'd she go? Um, Well, the thing about Maureen is that everyone thinks she's a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) But she's just dedicated. You can tell from her severe bangs. You're like, okay, I get it. Okay. Her pale hair in contrast to her very dark, or her pale skin. I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) She just looks different than everybody. She's given the look. Like, like she's the Darth Vader. (laughs) Yeah. And the three of them are roommates. And then we also meet Eric Jones, Sergey, and Charlie in the three of them are roommates like downstairs in the boys dorm I guess my boyfriend and I were having so much fun making fun of Sergey <laughs> everything Sergey did was funny he was like I was drunk I'm sorry he was like oh my god Sergey was so weird I loved yeah. him <laughs> Yeah, I imagine he did a hundred reads of every line and they all came out the exact same. Yeah. They're like, we're going to take it again. He's like, I was drunk. <laughs> all right. Like, all print, right. Print. I guess we don't have another option. <laughs> because most of the, I, I was, I like had to check in the first couple of minutes. So mm-hmm. the majority, I think really except for Amanda Scholl, who plays Jody and Zoe Saldana, everyone is basically a semi-professional dancer or mm-hmm. ice skater and right. that's why everyone acts really weird yeah <laughs> i was drunk <laughs> say it like you've ever been drunk before he's like okay uh i okay. was drunk <laughs> oh, I loved it. oh yes so then um the end game for these students is to get accepted into the american ballet company and the director of the academy and the company also, I think, uh, Jonathan Reeves, that's Peter Gallagher, a.k.a. the dad OC from Daddy. the OC, he announces that he will take three women and three men at the end of the year, and he will decide who gets it after this big workshop performance. Then we see them start to practice. Uh, Jody's form is sloppy. Mm-hmm. She has to work on her turnout. God, they really dunk on her a yeah. lot in yeah. the first half of the movie. There was like what, that one with OC Daddy where he's just like, listen, you can stay. But you, you're horrible. And you're yeah. like, oh. And I'm also wondering, like, who let her into the school? But right. <laughs> this is the first time they've seen her dance. Like, I could just enroll in this DeVry. Well, there's this right. thing like, in this her audition. kind of on him for, <laughs> right. for letting her be here. During the audition, someone's like, her, number 15. And then another person's like, well, she's got really bad feet. And, like, her turnout sucks. And the guy's like, but look at her. And I guess it's like, okay, so there's this special thing about her. And it's that she's hot. <laughs> Finally, a hot ballerina. <laughs> right, I was just like she's, and and there were there was another blonde ballerina that I kept I kept getting. Oh yeah, same. I was like, oh that, oh no, that's no. Who's yeah. the protagonist? I kept getting confused. Uh, yeah, definitely same here. <laughs> but yeah, she's special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, so she's she's sloppy. She's got work to do. And then there's Eva, who is really skilled, but she doesn't like to follow the rules. She smokes indoors. <laughs> she chews bubble gum. She doesn't like the dress code, stuff like that. Yeah. And then Maureen. Oh, she, she kind of reminded me of the, the Mila Kunis character in Black Swan. Oh, yeah. sure. Like, but not like the other ballerinas. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm different. Yeah. All my outfits are black. <laughs> exactly. You're uh-huh. like, got it, We can't got smoke it. while we're dancing? Dumb. <laughs> 
it's a it's a personality in Hollywood. I, I, love, I love it. Um, so then, and then Maureen, she's like the teacher's pet who has like the best technique in this school. And there's also Cooper Nielsen. He is a dancer in the company who is, I guess, also like on TV and famous. They say he's like on TV. I don't he's know. He's like the famous yeah. dance. He's the face. Mm-hmm. He's the, Exactly. And everyone's gossiping about him because he had been dating this woman, Kathleen Donahue, until they broke up. And now she's married to Jonathan, the director. So there's all this drama there. Then there's this big gala at the school. And maybe... Cooper like flirts with Jody IDK <laughs> and then there's also a cater waiter who flirts with Maureen uh, and then proceeds to stalk her uh, yeah we'll but they're ta- in Latin but <laughs> right who know we'll talk about it yeah um, and then Jody uh, she continues to work on her dancing but then this is when she meets with Jonathan he's like you're bad at this and I'm not kicking you out but do you even belong here and then Eva is like screw him let's go have some fun and then they go out salsa dancing Mm -hmm. and jody has a blast and she's like oh i like dancing that's not ballet at my school jody (laughs) jody when she she's not a good salsa dancer i know the movie Mm -hmm. is supposed to frame it like wow she's really cutting loose and you're just like she seems so uncomfortable and she's doing a bad job yeah (laughs) but um everyone else did good right (laughs) everyone else did great including sergey yeah really cuts loose yeah he there's a, a a woman who he's dancing with who he has lied to and said that He's in the mafia. He was drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a break. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Then doing this other type of dance inspires Jody to take a. Is this like contemporary dance that she takes this class? Something like this, like jazzy, but like not really. Yeah, like we're gonna do this whole. I don't even remember the song now. Was it Stevie Wonder or was it like for some reason my brain is playing Danger Zone? Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> Something in the same vein. Yeah. It's like a higher ground, but then it was also another Oh, they were dancing to a lot of Mandy Moore. Early Mandy yeah. Moore. Oh my god. Candy. Yeah, I love that. I just got tingles. Oh. I and love they, Mandy. And then they kissed to that Mandy song again. I really love that. I wanna be with you. Oh, that I didn't one. even know that oh that god, was a Mandy Moore song. It's a good little Mandy. Wow, I'm like blushing. <laughs> <laughs> she had some bops. She really did. Yeah. Yep. Uh, go. Shout out to Mandy. <laughs> yeah, what up, girl? So she takes this contemporary dance class, which Cooper Nielsen is also in, and then she's, like, really good at this type of dance, and he invites her back to his place. They start kissing. They have sex. And then later, Charlie asks Jody out on a date, but she's like, I'm seeing someone. Mm-hmm. Charlie is... I think maybe one one of the other really bad dancer actors because I kept forgetting who he was through mm-hmm. the end. Every time he'd show up, he's like, hey, I'm like, who's this new character? And then he would always have to repeat who he was in the scene. <laughs> so I think the director maybe also knew that he was stuck. He's like, Charlie from Seattle. You're like, oh, right. Yeah, he's a good dancer, but perhaps not a great actor. Amazing dancer. Mm-hmm. He he. He's in the wide shots. Yes. In the dance, he's in the wide shots. They don't need a body double. We for can't him. take that away from you. Yes. Him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is also when Maureen starts dating Jim, the pre med Columbia student, the waiter that she met at the gala. Um, I, I kept calling him Mr. Gobblegool. <laughs> that was his whole, he's like, You gotta have some pizza. And then she's <laughs> like, What? 
<laughs> well, and then we also learn around this time that she has an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then the casting notice comes out for the workshop performance, and Jody has been cast in the ballet that Cooper is choreographing, but he's kind of like blowing her off. He, she's trying to be like, hey, we're dating, right? And he's like, no, we're not. And then it seems like maybe he and Kathleen are involved again, or like maybe mm-hmm. he's just trying to make Kathleen jealous by having sex with Jody. Not totally sure. Kathleen really couldn't give a shit either way about what Cooper does which I appreciate she remains pretty consistent uh on she's just like cool like he just keeps reaffirming the fact that she was right to not stay with him because he's like yeah I'm dating an 18 year old now and she's Mm -hmm. like awesome yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) you win I'm on my phone but it's because I'm trying to see if um, no okay I was confusing the person who plays Maureen for the I think it's Lily Sobieski who's in Never Been Kissed. Because I'm like, it's always the same sidekick character. It's like, a nerd. What uh, What happened to Lily? She's out there. (laughs) We all took a deep breath because we're worried she's dead. Good news, she's alive. Hallelujah. And she's into art now. Okay. Yay. I, I could have expected that. Yeah. <laughs> you and guess seems... gun to my head. <laughs> Bet she's painting. Yeah, exactly. And anyway, so they everyone starts working on their workshop show. And Charlie senses that Jody and Cooper are involved. And then there's this big like ballet dick measuring contest between Charlie and Cooper where they're like, what if we end the thing this way? He's like, well, what if I I'd change? I did it differently. What if we do that? Okay, well, I'll try this thing. And he's like, well, let's see. What, look at what I can do. And then he's like, look at what I can do. And then and we're like, yay. We're like, cool. Why is this scene five minutes long? And then <laughs> they just jump it around <laughs> in the dance. Right? <laughs> no one who's watching knows what's better. <laughs> right. Like, I, I have no opinion. I'm nine. Both look, <laughs> both look impressive to me. All looks good to me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe do all of that. Um, and then no there's nuts. like a lot of buzz around Cooper's ballet. And then Eric gets injured. So Cooper steps in to his own choreographed ballet to take Eric's part. Cooper's so annoying. Watching oh, him as an adult, because yeah. I know when I was little, I was like, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. But, like, as an adult, you're like, oh, brother. Like, he's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. You're like, ugh. Okay. <laughs> it's like your music teacher in elementary school is like, do you want me to play the piano? Come to it. We're like, no, just play the track. I'm like, you're 40. Please don't. Yeah, like, this is our day. Actually, we're graduating from sixth grade. You don't have to play piano. I love when a teacher is like, this is actually about me. Yeah. Well, like, oh. okay, so the ballet that he's choreographed is extremely self-indulgent, and it's about how stupid ABA is and how he doesn't like that his girlfriend got stolen away. I was like, oh, this is basically marriage story, the ballet. Like <laughs> but, yeah. but but then when you see the ballet, it's it exceeds like the excess you're expecting by a bajillion percent where it's like <laughs> that dance is like 12 minutes long. There's like four set pieces. Her hair a motorcycle. changes. Yeah, a there's motorcycle. a motorcycle. <laughs> oh my God, the motorcycle. I heard about her it. Her hairstyle drastically changes like four different times. She's wearing during lingerie. The, throughout the same show. Yes. <laughs> there's several costume changes on stage. On stage. <laughs> Somehow there's time to braid her hair for her, the final she act. She relaces the... her shoes in the final yeah. act. 
Like, there's a 30-second delay. When did she do that? Right. <laughs> My favorite part is, like, when the, like, you're like, is this good? And then they keep cutting to the audience. You're like, okay, this is they good. Like, this yeah. is good. Yeah. This is good. They're we all love, happy with the this. money they spent on this evening. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Um, but before Cooper's show, we have Jonathan's ballet, and instead of Maureen in the lead, it's Eva because Maureen gave her part to her, and then Maureen's mom is all like, "What the fuck?" And Maureen is like, <laughs> "Yeah, she's got the stagiest stage mom of oh, all time for sure." And Maureen is just like, "I don't even want to be a ballet dancer. That's your dream, not mine." I love this plot. Uh, anytime <laughs> someone says that to their parent in a movie, I'm like. It's it's become it's always quite cathartic. A I can't relate with it, but you're just yeah. Like, I'm like, oh. wow, your parents had dreams for you. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, honestly, it seems like they put a lot of time and effort in. So I was like, yeah, my mom didn't have a plan. She was like, well, as long as you're like not you know homeless in like five years. I'm like, yeah, yeah tight. Right. So I like far, the so parenting good. approach. Is like, let's see how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> as long as you're paying bills, I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah. Same. whatever Same. I want to do, tight. <laughs> Um, so now it's time for Jonathan's big decision of like who he's going to accept into the company. But then Cooper is like, I'm starting my own dance company because this rich woman is that, that weird funding rich it. Lady yeah, yeah. Who, like, I'm sure working. he had sex with. Um, yeah, that is the vibe because she comes in. It kind of reminds me of the like Max Bialystok's old ladies in the producers oh where you're like oh this is this is an arrangement that they have everyone's happy with it yeah but it's an arrangement yeah um so he's starting his own dance company and he's like jody you gotta be in it and then she's like hey jonathan i'm going off with cooper and he's like Shrug. I don't care. And then, um, <laughs> like, yeah, that he's like, you I wasn't going to invite you into my thing anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but he does invite um, Eva, Eric, and Charlie to be in the company. And then the movie ends with uh, Jody asking Charlie out on a date, and then they kiss. And we're and like, then, who's Charlie? Right. Oh yeah, oh, Charlie from sure. Seattle. Oh, damn, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's the end of the movie. So let's Woo-hoo. take a quick break, and we'll come back to discuss. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit tomboyx.com to shop. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. 
you know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back. Mm, here we are. Skimble mm, show. The <laughs> railway cat. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> you know it's like not a good musical when they have to like introduce exactly who they are. <laughs> like you can't deduce their importance <laughs> by anything about well, it. Like, okay, we know this one's been standing in the background for <laughs> 77 minutes. But... And this is an actor with a name, I think. <laughs> Maybe he'll say who it is. <laughs> I mean, another thing that this movie shares is is wooden acting from dancers. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Weren't all the real dancers and cats like made to be roaches and shit <laughs> <laughs> a lot and, of them probably yeah 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 it's oh god <laughs> it's like oh we can't talk about cats again <laughs> talking about center stage center stage okay mm-hmm. um let's see this movie uh it came out in 2000 yes mm-hmm. um so i was like oh this movie's 20 years old it's gonna be wow. way more problematic than it was there are some issues mm-hmm. but i was like oh this is actually kind of like it tries to do some stuff. For 2000, you know. I think it does better than I expected. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Definitely I think like a wink towards progress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a glimmer of progress showing in the distance. And I think it has uh, at least part to do with the writer being a woman. Um, yes. Caroline Heikinen. It looks like Heineken, but that's her name is not Carol Heineken. It's Carol Heikinen. Uh, she also wrote Empire Records, mm-hmm. which is a oh, movie wow. I've maybe seen. I haven't seen. I don't know. There's a new yeah. show version coming out with Zoe really? Kravitz playing oh, the male lead. Oh, yes. Nice. Wait, that's great. And it's getting good yeah. reviews, apparently. It's oh, almost good. the exact same text, so there's like... No update. <laughs> Just oh, now it's Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> we love that for her. That's good. <laughs> nice. I'm just always happy for Zoe Kravitz. Wow, a lot of Zoe energy. Carol True. loves working with Zoe's. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> She's obsessed. Um, and then also the director is a queer man, uh, Nicholas Heitner. So the fact that you have women and queer people in like the major creative roles mm-hmm. uh, in this movie, I think is... At least part of why it's maybe not as... It avoids some of like the more obvious... Tropey, stereotypes, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, Nicholas Heitner is also like a like legend theater producer. Um, mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, he actually understands the world that he's portraying. Because yeah. sometimes I feel like we, it comes off a little uncanny valley. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, there's, I mean, there's maybe too much authenticity in this movie because they cast so many dancers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they dance magnificently. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. How we see act? a lot Oof. of them dancing. We yeah. see yes, the, the wide shots. I was like, oh, that's why they're so bad at acting. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I imagine it's like the same people who are in that dance class where they're dancing to. I want to say higher ground. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> where they're like leaping forever. Like they all get their one moment mm-hmm. of like, yeah, mm-hmm. like this is. You know that all of these dancers now every holiday the family gets together and they're like, pull on that scene. Like, Remember no, when you no, leapt no. across no, the screen no, no. to higher ground? <laughs> Put it on again. Don't do it. <laughs> Uh, And this movie, when it came out, I think like many teen movies in general, but especially teen movies back when movie reviewers really, 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 really were all old white guys, Mm -hmm. there was like no, so it didn't get reviewed particularly well. Right. Because movies for like, I feel like just in general, movies targeted at 
girls Mm -hmm. are never super well reviewed, especially before there was any manner of diversity in who was reviewing them. So this got a 42% on the tomato meter, but audience score, 82%, baby. We love Center Stage. We love her. We love (laughs) her. She did so much for my life. (laughs) She Um, got you enrolled. Yeah, honestly. My God. (laughs) Uh, Should we start with Jody? Let's sure. Start with Jody. Yeah. Let's start with Jody. Jody, uh, man, I mean, like her story was going in some cool ways at certain times, and then it kind of lost me in the middle. What I thought was going to happen, because she's kind of like she's struggling in this ballet school, mm-hmm. she's getting kind of dumped on by OC daddy, and you're like, <laughs> okay, and then she finds this the higher ground class and she seems to be thriving there and I'm like oh maybe her storyline will be that she will get into a different form of dance that's what I thought too and I was like oh that's kind of cool or that she'll like bring what she learns in these like contemporary dance classes into her ballet and then people will be like oh wow she is really talented like yeah. and I thought it was going in somewhere in that direction I was kind of hoping it could go there and then and then they're just like no it's a love triangle Sorry, yeah. remember Charlie? We're like, no. no. Yeah, and they're like, well, he's here. No. Still, <laughs> he's... Who the fuck is that? Yeah, who is Charlie? <laughs> and and then what you take away from that class, I was kind of bummed that what you took away from her liking that class was that she's going to hook up with Cooper now instead of like she's going to use this style of dance. Right. And then she ends up working for him at the end. You're like, and dating Charlie? <sighs> and dating, right. Because yeah, what happens is like, they have sex, and so she's like, "Oh, we're dating now." And then, but he's yeah. blowing her off. Although she's, she just like shows up to his thing, and she's like showing up places where she yes. wasn't invited. So I'm like, okay, that's not, that's uh, weird. But uh, like, she's being rude to her, young. but also, and she's young. But like, like he seems like he's being mean, but also it's like you're just showing up. Like that's <laughs> not okay. But then he's like really mean to her when they're working on his ballet, and she's like, "Well, what about how I feel?" And it's like basically mapping their relationship onto like what's happening like in the dance dance. part of thing but she's like well what about what I want he's like I don't give a shit what you want you (laughs) stupid idiot that was very (laughs) jarring was it was like oh yeah, I was like, "Wow, he says mean stuff, like like real mean stuff, like yeah. hurtful." Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we're still like, "Oh, she works for him." I'm like, right. "He will do that again." Because yeah. then he, so she like rushes outside, and then Charlie like runs after her, and he's like, "He should be treating you better." And you're like, "Yes, but like, who are you? <laughs> How so would you know? I've never met, met you." And he's like, "We met. I'm Charlie from Seattle." <laughs> so he, yeah, like. He's then set up as like a viable romantic interest for her. And then it's the two of them, both Charlie and Cooper in the big like performance at the end. And there's this whole weird thing also where like they're playing like tug of war with her. Mm -hmm. At one point, like I think Charlie literally throws her through the air (laughs) and then Cooper catches her. So it's this whole like she's Uh being treated as an object a possession where it's like and no you're really my property no it. you're my property yeah and yeah like it, it, we're not led to believe that she has an issue with it and like we mostly see i was kind of bummed out i mean for a number of reasons but the, like her and um eva get along really well yeah. and they're like but but their friendship is kind of just reduced to talking about jody's romantic problems specifically yeah. like there's a few like there i mean and we'll talk about eva at length but as far as their friendship goes eva's basically there just to be like what's your boy problem uh-huh. and like 
Listen, they talk about dance like, a little bit, but it's like it's yeah. It for, there's there's way more. Which sucks for both of those characters, right? <laughs> so like it's there's dude. way more of a romantic through line than I felt there needed to be, especially because like at the very end, so she she performs very well mm. in in the workshop, and people are like, "Wow, what a star!" And then Cooper's like, he owes her an apology, but he does not deliver on that. He's just like, "Here, be in my thing," and then he tries to kiss her, and she's like, "No, you suck." as a boyfriend I'm gonna ask out Charlie on a date and then they kiss <laughs> he's like who yeah and see <laughs> you on Monday boss right <laughs> and it's like you so weird why cause like you know movies have to end with a hetero kiss so it's mm. like the she and Charlie kiss but it's like why like why couldn't it have been more about the dance, more about her skills and like her coming it, yeah. into her own as a as a performer and a dancer. I have a controversial opinion. Oh, please. Hit I it. think the movie's too much about the dance. No <laughs> one has a life or like hobbies outside of dancing. That like too. the thing she wants to do to cut loose from dance problems <laughs> is go to a dance class. The <laughs> one suggestion for her to get over a dude is like, hey, we're all dancers. Why don't we go dance? That's it's a like, good point. Oh, yeah. Do you guys ever do anything else? <laughs> like, has anyone here ever like read a book? <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then when they go to the bar they're just like oh there's salsa let's dance yeah, like salsa yeah, let's put these drinks down and then sergey's like i will drink all of them <laughs> i was drunk, oh, drunk. <laughs> like there's just I, no one has an interior life and so That's the true. only interior life they gave anyone was jody and it, i guess also maureen with her mother right but it's all just like i feel like maureen got the most story out of anybody because it's like jody like you start to learn about her and then she's reduced to boys uh-huh. and then and then also Jody's parents show up at the end and you're like, hey, now, who are these adults? And they also are acting like they don't know her. They're like, she, the, her mom was like, great job. I was like, are, do, you, are, do you get along? Like, Have you met your daughter? Yeah. <laughs> um, so they try, like, I mean, Maureen, I feel like got the most because like we saw her family life and her romantic life, That's which is true. like more than, but it is all related to dancers and dancing (laughs) to the point where she meets like a guy who eats pizza and she's like this can't happen what is this (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's a very focused movie i suppose it is definitely very focused (laughs) (laughs) no i agree i didn't even thought about like all they do (laughs) re-watching it i was like yeah but like they live in new york this is all they do they go to one club and one dance class and then all day dance and then yell about this guy that (laughs) is the dance teacher like even the men that they're with are dancers it's all right also like for a movie that is like so many ballet dancers i felt like there was i mean was there any like lgbtq representation at all we got are we supposed to assume that sergey is gay and uh, no sergey has a girlfriend galena um but eric o jones um is i think he's identifiably queer because he's like charlie who i guess is supposed to be attractive um (laughs) i guess (laughs) he he comes in and like eric is like "Ooh, who's that you're cute and then he's like oh my girlfriend dumped me and then you like eric is he visibly very, like, disappointed pointedly says like oh, yeah my girlfriend in seattle and we're like who are you <laughs> but yeah i think that he was clearly stated as a queer character which kind of like bums me out even further of how that character is slowly just like edged Pushed out, of out. The movie, to the yeah. point where they're like let's just break his leg mm-hmm. like <laughs> He's not leaving screen fast enough. Let's injure him. Like, like it's too much. Yeah, like there. It reminded me of that that like thing where 
I think we talked about it in our Pacific Rim episode where mm. the female protagonist was oh, like yeah. launched out of the climax to the movie. <laughs> yeah. They just launched her out of the ship. They're like, we don't know what to do with this character. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He and gets then the she's same just bobbing. And, and like they kind of do the same thing to him because they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we have to focus on this boring hetero love mm-hmm. triangle that no one's invested in. Right. Um, let's break our only queer character's leg. How yeah. is there only one? It's a ballet school. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> and what? And the Wild. fact that like you weren't totally sure if he was yeah. queer or not, I think speaks to the fact that we see several different romantic subplots, but Eric is not afforded any of them. None. He doesn't get to like you know fall in love with a man or anything like that. But yeah, well, so like there are moments when some of the women, like the new batch of like boys come in mm-hmm. and they're like, ooh, are they gay or straight? Um, so there's like, there's discussion of it. And then there's that scene later when uh, Sergei is at the, uh, or Sergei, how do you say that? Uh, I was strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Sergei is at the salsa bar and he's hitting on uh, a couple of women and they're like oh well what are you doing here he's like I'm a ballet dancer and they're like tee what a weirdo uh, and then he goes to that other woman and he's like I'm in the mafia <laughs> she's so horny for him she is in love with him <laughs> she's the same, reckless <laughs> the same with like the the uh, older female characters in this movie are horny 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 because mm-hmm. there's the woman at the salsa club there's also the like contemporary whatever Stevie Wonder Dance teacher mm-hmm. who like wants to have sex with it's, it seems like they've already sealed the deal the right. vibe is she's like Cooper you're so fun and you're just like oh my god like it's yeah. and then there's the, the, one, the millionaire woman right. there's the millionaire woman who uh, yeah. has sex with Cooper also all the older women in this movie have uh, better sex lives than me yeah I was like, <laughs> they've fucked these young male ba- ballerinas and, and good for them yeah. And good for them. It, it was just a strange thing to happen four times. Mm-hmm. In the, but I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. Um, Go Carol. Right. The point is that there's not nearly as much like queer visibility or representation as you might imagine. But that also could just yeah. be for the time. I mean, this is 2000. Yeah. This is the kind of thing where like I wonder what the first draft versus the final draft of this mm-hmm. script looks like. Because, yeah, like for it to be an accurate representation, you would think that there would be way more queer representation and like more explicit. And then I wonder how much they just 2000 did. Right. The they used the whole budget on that one diversity <laughs> point. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're like, sorry, man, we, we couldn't do that many especially especially because uh since the director is queer i don't know this is kind of speculation but i imagine he would have tried to champion for like responsible queer visibility or wouldn't uh, have or pushed tried, against it right wouldn't and, have pushed like, it, but yeah because it's yeah it's 2000 and we just weren't in the same place um hot take from caitlin let's re- wait <laughs> hold on uh, 2000 different on. from 2020 <laughs> what <laughs> Let's take a quick break, another quick break, and we'll come right back. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. 
for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back. Let's talk about Zoe Saldana and her debut role, besides an episode of Law & Order. I tried to find the clip from it, but no luck. So Zoe Saldana's character. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's there's good things and there's things that are very 2000. Mm. Right. In general, I feel like, I mean, I like her character a lot. I, I remember yeah. like really loving her character when I was a kid, too. She's like the cool Yeah, ballerina. she's like the fun one where mm-hmm. you're like, yeah. oh, if I don't have an entry point for dance, like I can relate to being the person who's like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Right, right. <laughs> Like yeah, she uh, she didn't. There was no point where she felt like she was squandering her opportunity, where everyone else was like so worried about it. She's like, yeah. <laughs> whatever, I'm gonna smoke and blow it into your face, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, like, and and I like how uh, I was kind of worried in the middle. I'm like, oh, I wonder how her storyline's gonna end because I kind of forgot. Mm-hmm. I just I remember that she dances at the end, but I was like, I wonder. I like that like her, the through line with her character is like she is like the only character who's really just like straight up passionate about what she's doing and doesn't like play the game in the way Maureen does. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do the politics of ballet. She just likes it and mm-hmm. is good at it and works at it. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up being like rewarded for that. She's not punished for like being outspoken and she ends up like getting what she wants because she works really hard and she's passionate about it and she's good at it. So mm-hmm. I mean I she like, also yeah. got what she wanted because Maureen was like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he was never gonna give it to her. So I'm like, mm, that maybe there's like an allegory here about like white women like having to open doors <laughs> for black women. I kind of noticed, yeah, that I, that like, (laughs) there's definitely a component of, um, that. (laughs) She was going to start her own dance company otherwise, I guess. And and it's like, we can't, we can't even give Maureen too many points because she just waited until she was on her deathbed to be like, fine. Like, (laughs) but it is good that, I mean, I'm glad she did it. I thought that Maureen was going to get hurt. I didn't know that they were going to let her character make a choice. Yeah. Right. Truth, yeah. Um, so that that's a really good point. Just making I w- things happen. <laughs> I was glad that like Eva ended up getting the company too, because there was yeah. that in that last second. I'm like, oh, this movie could really go either way on a lot of things. They <laughs> they broke our only queer character's leg. Let's see what happens. Right. <laughs> and then she gets it. You're like, yeah. oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me how you feel about this. Did you feel that Eva was kind of written using some like negative? black stereotypes in terms of like the angry black woman yeah she's often late yeah exactly she's like the least professional person on earth the last dance she's wearing combat boots basically (laughs) i mean like i think 
you know what's interesting in rewatching it and like also realizing her name was like Eva Rodriguez. I thought that they like really tried to mash up like she's black and Hispanic, mm-hmm. but like I felt more kind of alarmed by like the the rage as being like a hot headed Latina because like that sort of like uh, her sure. you know like entry point with like salsa and whatever else like it just felt like. Maybe there was, you know, I'm giving a lot of benefit of the doubt right now. But like maybe they were in ways trying to like make a commentary like, this is a Latina, like you've never seen them darker than a paper bag. <laughs> but also a walking stereotype. And I think it is interesting yeah. that like you, it's it's like an Afro-Latina character and Zoe Saldana is yeah, also uh, Dominican and, and Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. I also looked at the Wikipedia Yay. page. Hey, go up. Look I did not look anything up, so thank you for being my research partner. I would say either way, it felt to me as though some negative stereotypes were being drawn on from both like black communities and Latinx communities yeah, yes, for, um, sure. for that character. but And it felt mm. like for a, a large portion of the movie by like the ballet powers that be, she was being treated like a diversity pick. Like yeah, they were like con- this affirmative action person. Like, you don't deserve mm. to be here. And I'm like, Jody's feet don't work. <laughs> don't tell me that Eva can't be here. Right. So that is like, I, yeah, I think that like, what it does seem more like, I mean, look, we saw the movie, so watching it, it was, like, there were moments that are stereotypical as a child. I don't know that I, like, bought into it or, like, realized. I was just like, she's mm-hmm. the fun one. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like maybe the directors and writers were like, okay, well, if we have to, like, give her an edge, because, like, if she was just, like, a <laughs> a silent black person that everyone hated, it would be a different movie. Right, right. Um, <laughs> so they're like, let's just give her this personality so that she's difficult in the event that, like, people think that this is like some liberal talking yeah. point, which was not a thing that existed. In yeah, do we have liberal talking yeah, points? Yeah, these snowflakes talking about <laughs> ballet establishment. <laughs> but yeah, I think that like, at least they seem like, even in hindsight, aware of the fact that like, okay, she is up against a lot. So even with her weird writing about her personality quirks, like, we at least back it up with by saying like, well, she's a good dancer and mm-hmm. <laughs> and she deserves to be there. So yeah, being the black one isn't the only reason why she's having problems. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I almost wish that like if they were gonna give her those like stereotypical kind of stock personality traits, mm-hmm. I feel like they sort of skim the surface of trying to explore them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then it, she's just not given as much screen time as she needs to be given to yeah. have that explored because you get that like one scene that I'm like, oh, this is something where the dance teacher who's not OC daddy um, <laughs> finds lady. yeah, mean lady <laughs> mean lady who's been mean to Eva a bunch of different times finds her rehearsing late at night and I think like realizes like, oh, she really is passionate about this and then like offers her like, oh, can I help you yeah and you're like okay this what well and then it just kind of is dropped there and you don't really get to see like <laughs> where you're like okay good you're the teacher should believe in her student the whole time yeah. she shouldn't two-thirds in i don't know like i wish that there was a little more or that we like learned anything about her outside of her relationship to this school which is something we come up with movies in this era especially mm-hmm. all the time where it's like one of the only non-white characters that we see there's just a total absence of any background information yeah. right. like i always think of the craft yes, as like the craft um as oh, who's who's the actor in the craft i can't okay. what is the craft oh my god know. that episode's <laughs> from a long time ago yeah um is it rachel true 
I couldn't confirm nor deny. Okay. I don't know. Um, either either way. Like, it certainly could have been. <laughs> let's not rule her out. Yeah. <laughs> she can be in the craft. Yeah. <laughs> Fine by me. Uh, but, but yeah, we, we don't really get to find out anything about her, which sucks and is yeah. kind of like a yeah. wasted opportunity. The other big thing about uh, her character is that she hates Maureen. There's like some woman-on-woman hatred for what feels like kind of no reason. Uh, She's just like, I heard Maureen's a bitch, and she told me I can't smoke in my dorm room, so fuck (laughs) her. I interpreted that as kind of like a coded class thing where Maureen is very much like a little nepotism-y bratty kind of girl, Mm -hmm. and then... Eva is kind of coded as like someone who doesn't come from a ton of money and doesn't have this like overbearing parent constantly Mm -hmm. like that's how I remember thinking about it as a kid too of just like oh like rich girl not rich girl yeah that tracks and I feel like girl like people in general but especially women are like pitted against each other in that regard right a bunch Mm -hmm. um and then Jody is like who knows what's going on with her? Yeah. Yeah. She's friends with everybody, Which but she don't have feet. Amazing because, like, you know, the Bechdel test is about conversation. So, like, you know, but it's like, why does no one have, like, the real conversation? It's all passive aggressive. Like, you also yeah. can't smoke. And she's just like, I don't like her. Instead of, like, I need to smoke indoors. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, why are you not defending it? You can't be like, she's weird. a bitch if you know it's wrong. It's <laughs> just such a weird scene. I, that's one of the only times I could relate with Jody Because I'm like, if I was a teenager, <laughs> someone was smoking inside, and someone else was like, you can't smoke inside, I'm like, I would say nothing. Yeah, I would I'd just be like, be like let's Aww. see where this goes. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I mean, what's wrong with smoking outside? I'm not saying she's right. right. I'm just saying, try it, you know? For once. Uh, I like I liked that uh, Eva chose that hill to die on right away. She's yeah. like, oh, I can't smoke in the dorms. <laughs> Fine. What kind of school is this? And like, person... like any other school. <laughs> and then the camera rests on Maureen as if we're supposed to be like, how unreasonable. Yeah, what a <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Breathe the secondhand smoke. Jeez. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that's set up between the two of them of just being this like antagonist. Oh, well, it's more that Eva hates Maureen. Maureen's just like kind of there and Mm -hmm. she mostly actually seems to be kind of nice maybe she likes the rules a bit too much but like whatever but what I like what I do appreciate about this uh, storyline is the resolution is that Maureen lifts up Eva by being like, "Hey, I'm I'm too sick to perform, I'm, and I don't like to dance. I want to hang out with my pizza boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> he's almost done at his catering shift, and I'm excited <laughs> because he's gonna bring home some leftovers." Um, yeah, Isaac was the whole time. He was like, "This is me. This is me." I was like, "Oh, you're not pizza boyfriend." He's like, "I'm pizza boyfriend." <laughs> and then there's also like plenty of female friendship in the story as well so it's not as though like there's only one like right. female relationship and it's antagonistic right. there's there's plenty of other but still things. i think that there are a lot of missed opportunities in this movie for like the only two times we really see like female characters like helping or like really showing friendship or kindness to another uh, is when Maureen drops out and gives the opportunity to Eva who deserves it and then also kind of with Eva and the dance teacher but for a lot of moments where you're like oh this would be a really great opportunity for the like female dancers or really just the dancers to support each other it just becomes a Jody love 
thing. Yeah. Where there's like two different boyfriends. Pizza boyfriend, quote unquote, rescues Maureen and helps her see the light of the fact that she doesn't love dance. Like she doesn't really get to take the credit of figuring that out on her own. It's pizza boyfriend. It has, yeah, it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, like the first person who offered her food, she was like, oh my God, I'm done with this. She's like, wait a second. <laughs> You're like, that is not, oh yeah. God, I wish it were that easy. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort of to that point though, I think that what something that stood out to me in rewatching it is all of the nice things that characters do to show friendship or like, you know, compassion or giving something up ends up being self-serving in some way. Totally. Like Maureen doesn't want to dance. It's not like she's doing this and she's like, well, I threw away my opportunity and now I have to regret it. She's like, this is good for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's and, true. Like, it's good for you, but it's better for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt the same way about like, I mean, this is. Cooper <laughs> being like, oh, you yeah, can come him. dance with me. And I'm like, well, that's because now everybody knows who she is and likes her. Like, you weren't going to, if this had right. gone another way, right. like, if, if, you know, if Zoe Saldana went out there and crushed it and then she went out there and fell down in her weird red outfit when they did the long conga <laughs> line dance. The tug of war. Yes. Like, he would have been like, yeah, maybe I'm going to go back to working for Sandy Cohen. Like, you can, <laughs> good luck with your bad feet. Like, we're not fucking anymore. <laughs> Sandy right. Cohen. And it's especially sad. Minister with the like if Maureen didn't want to quit dance she would have never been like hey Zoe Saldana let me lift you up and give you an opportunity like that yeah that just wouldn't have happened yeah Yeah. it's not within her character I mean none of the characters (laughs) seem to like actually want to do good things unless they're like it's actually a scapegoated excuse for me to stop right (laughs) I hate my life you take my life now and they're like thank you (laughs) cool I actually wanted your life this works out great for me as well (laughs) now I don't like smoking indoors. <laughs> <laughs> they just like freaky fried eyed with each other. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I, I like, and there were those opportunities were there for them to, and I'm sure it would have like helped the storyline too, to like have the characters interacting more. Right. And, um, but I think sometimes they kind of just like, and I wonder how much is like, I want to give Carol the, the benefit of the doubt and be like, maybe it was studio nuts where they're like, ah, just add in some love story here. Mm-hmm. That would fit better than building out friendships um or like moments that we could include eric in the plot at all uh i liked that also with eric's character because like he he was also one of the only dancers whose performance was like palatable Uh (laughs) he like could act well because he's an actor and not a dancer oh is he He had he had no previous dance training i saw that he later toured um in the high school musical touring company and i was like well that's i think he he might have like great (laughs) (laughs) he probably trained in ballet for like prior to this role but like before getting cast i don't think he had really any dance experience then why did we get so much sergey like it was like (laughs) the studio was like like, this guy's on fire every line (laughs) He could be star. on a t-shirt. I'm in the <laughs> mafia. I'm dry. I was drunk. He says, I was, if, if anyone wants to go back and watch the scene where he says, I was drunk, it's when they, they're punished by having to squeegee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're all yeah. squeegee. And the punishment is because they miss curfew? Is that what it is? Like there's a curfew uh, at the dance They were, they, show, they showed up. Oh, that's yeah, right. They, they were, that's right. They were dancing. all laughing yeah. and they were like, <laughs> last so, night was crazy because we was dancing so long. <laughs> now I can't dance today. Sergey was the only one who was actually drunk. Everyone else was just dancing. Right. <laughs> they had those dance hangovers. Cause <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then like, they're all, they're like having fun. They're like throwing all the sponges at each other. And then like Maureen like peeks into the room and she's like, oh, that must be what having friends 
friends is like because everyone hates her because they think she's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, Better beat she's my a pizza nart. boyfriend. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's gotta stay outside. Can we talk about Maureen? Yes. Okay. So many things. Maureen, there's a okay. lot going on with her set. Again, it's like every character in this movie are like, I like some things, and then the other things they they kind of lose the thread. Mm-hmm. To me, the big conversation here is uh, the examination of eating disorders. Mm-hmm. So it all kind of starts out by Maureen fat shaming her friend Emily, who is also rocketed out of the narrative. Yes, at, at one and I ugh, that that feels that that was frustrating because I think. It's Emily is the character's name. Yes. She is uh, written as the ballerina who eats like a normal person. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. like every scene she's in, they're like, we want to remind you that she eats because she's eating right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like that's different than everyone else who doesn't do that. Yeah, and they like take great pains to point out that she's eating and and that it bothers the other girls because to a normal viewer, they'd be like, oh, she's out of function. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. But there, there's a few moments, especially when she's around Maureen, where Maureen's clearly like borderline triggered by the sight of another dancer eating mm-hmm. anything. Right. Which isn't like abnormal for that world, but it was, it's a little bit off the way it's portrayed. Yeah, that's the thing is, I mean, you both know more about dancing than me <laughs> specifically. About wow, me. But I thank you. <laughs> But I have heard uh, on the streets that if, you know, if you're participating in ballet on like a serious level, there is an expectation that you're going to be thin, that you have to be in like a, have like a very rigid standard of kind of beauty and body size and shape. Eating disorders are like extremely prevalent. Yes. So I appreciate that this movie kind of attempted to tackle it, but I don't think it really went as far as it should have gone or did everything totally right because uh, one example is when Emily has finally been kicked out for having gained too much weight someone comments on her being fat and her mom says "Um, you're not fat you're beautiful which is so 2000 right Mm -hmm. it's the idea that you cannot be both um, which is not true as we know it's trying and it's failing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's also though like with Maureen's character it I think the juxtaposition for like a young viewer of watching her be lifted up as the best of the best like this is who everyone wants to be she's mm-hmm. getting everything mm-hmm. and she is the sickest person in the film I think that it like like in spite of itself is sending a different message like I remember yeah. watching it as a kid and being like well she's skinny and this guy likes her so much he's buying her pizza like I didn't have a concept like even when you know they do finally have the moment where she's coming out of the bathroom because she's making herself sick mm-hmm. yeah. you know I don't even think I realized as a child that's what was happening oh, I just knew yeah. like maybe she has like a disease because she's like like her eyes are like blue underneath <laughs> she's very thin right. but I didn't I didn't get that like that was her dedication and like that's in her mind, like that was the way to be quote unquote perfect. I just saw like she has everything, mm-hmm. but she's not happy because she has to like she doesn't get friends. I didn't think like because she doesn't take care of herself. Right. And so it seems like, yeah, like as close as they got to getting it right, there was always that moment of just like, well, can anyone like everyone who has power is rewarding this behavior? <laughs> right. My, my like my thing with it was that I think that, yeah, like the movie should have been more explicit about like this not only is not 
a way to treat yourself, but there are negative consequences. And I would have loved to see her, like, at least it be alluded to the fact that she's going to get some sort of treatment for it. Yeah. Um, like a doctor tell her that something's wrong versus like her boyfriend yeah. and her just being like, I've decided. Right. He's, <laughs> he's like, I'm not a doctor yet. I'm in my first year of pre-med. And you're like, I'm a freshman in college. <laughs> he's like, I bought those books. <laughs> I, it's a bummer. Yeah, I, I like, I don't, I don't know. Well, I, I've like, I've, I've had like eating disorder issues since I was like little. And mm. so I like, I remember when I saw this movie, I knew what she was doing. And mm-hmm. there is some element and it's like to the point where I'm like, I don't even know what the solution to this is. Mm-hmm. But there is some element of like trying to address a serious issue in a movie directed at young people and then accidentally showing young people well, how to do something it. you can do because mm-hmm. i like i remember that like i learned eating disorders from tv mm-hmm. and then emulated them until like yesterday right and then on top of that it's and then i think that like i had similar like not things that i ever did but like i think i the the like concept of cutting was something i first saw on tv mm-hmm. in a very well-intentioned episode of degrassi mm-hmm. um, yeah but i like i didn't know what that was before and yeah. then after that you're like oh here's a character that i i like doing this very harmful thing and the and the narrative is framing it as bad but still sometimes when you're really young you're like I want to be like that character mm-hmm. and so I I do appreciate I feel like in a ballet story about young girls being pressured to be like quote unquote great mm-hmm. at this thing it would be weird to not touch on eating issues sure. at all in yeah. the same way that it's weird right. that they don't ha- right. touch on queer issues yeah I also think like to that point um What's the guy who broke his leg? <laughs> There's two oh, Eric. Eric. Eric, like, if she had broken her leg because she hasn't had proper nutrition, nutrition for, like, sure. years, that would maybe have sent a message to me, like, oh, yeah. it's killing her. Right. <laughs> Versus, like, she's going to go on and be totally fine. She's just going to go to law school. Like, that's yeah, sort of like the vibe her, like, Yeah, like, there's nothing that she has to unlearn, and, like, there's no growth point. It's just, like, well, I had one conversation, and I decided I don't do that anymore or dance. And I'm like, mm. Right. And it was like it was her boyfriend who pointed it out to her. And it was like the secondhand embarrassment of her boyfriend knowing that she was doing it that really seemed to sort of push it over the I don't know. Like, I appreciate that this movie tried to do something. And like, I think probably the best way to I mean, because it's the institution of ballet and things like Hollywood and Mm. any other sort of like institution that pressures people to have their bodies be a certain way that's the thing that's harmful and that's what needs to be like commented on and challenged Mm -hmm. and like addressed in these movies but the movie doesn't really it's not like well it's ballet it's this school that's making me do this and and that's why I feel so much pressure it's I think that's maybe suggested that but I don't think it goes all the way to like challenge it enough right yeah and I think like you know it is a movie with a bunch of young thin people and so like I just felt like what was more glaring to me as a child was the fact that, like, she was lonely and, like, had isolated herself. Mm -hmm. Not so much that, like, everyone else wasn't also at, like, a very low weight doing this this work. And so I think that, like, it's almost like... None of those people called it. None of them cared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one was like, Emily deserves to stay. <laughs> they I, were all just like, well, okay, one less person to compete against in this dance school. Uh, and yeah. I think that, like, maybe it just feels like, because there's only one character that's dealing with it, it felt too reduced because I'm like, 
everyone here is affected in ways by the idea of what they're supposed sure. to look like on stage. Especially because like some of them get um, like Jody is told she doesn't have the ideal body type. Mm-hmm. She ha- you know, and she's like, I shouldn't eat cookies. I'm already in enough trouble with my body. So like they're all in like, a, a, kind a, of a Emily way, yeah. constantly being like, you need to see your nutritionist. You're mm-hmm. too you've gained too much weight. Da, da, da. So they're all being told it. But it seems like, yeah, Maureen is on- the only one who is who has developed an eating disorder based on it. But this could be, I, I think you're totally right, Akila, where it's like this could have been a conversation between everyone mm-hmm. that could have like bonded them yeah. a little more strongly. And there, like one of the things with Maureen's character that I wish you'd gotten to see was like, what was that conversation at length between like Eva and Maureen like? Mm-hmm. Of like when Maureen is like, does she share why? Does she just say, get out there, go get them? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like yeah. that, that could be a really interesting thing that, I mean, Eva and anyone at that school, like mm-hmm. you were saying, like could relate with the pressure and yeah. maybe they don't like go full bulimic, but right. but everyone can relate with like withholding food and, and, and all that. And like that's something that they could have talked about. Yeah, especially yeah. if we saw them be like, oh, all of our like instructors are telling us, oh, we need to like watch what we eat and go to the nutritionist and da da da. If they like kind of together rose up against that as mm-hmm. a group, be like, no, like we need to be healthy. We are yeah. athletes. Mm-hmm. Like we need to take care of our bodies. We cannot well, be starving good luck ourselves. In two thousand with that, or, right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> Even in twenty twenty, I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> I went to a ballet last year and I was like, oh my god, like that, this is yeah. The way that, no one's fighting back against those standards. Dude, the way that movie would end would be like, and we're all going to law school. Um, <laughs> But it would be fun. Uh, another thing about Maureen uh, is we she's the only one that we get to see interact with a parent. Mm-hmm. This I, again, there's like there's ups and downs to this. Her mom is written pretty egregiously. I feel like there's yeah. like she is like stage mom. The the moment between them that I found so so basically Maureen's mom is very hard on her. Mm-hmm. It's her dream, not Maureen's. Um, <laughs> and so she's she's a dance mom. She's yeah. literally a dance mom. And the one moment that between them that I found really heartbreaking was when Maureen was trying to push. She was trying to tell that weird joke that never made sense to oh her mom. Oh my gosh, the right. elephant, the <laughs> mouse oh rape joke. I like could, what the was that? Fuck? I was just like, I have no idea yeah. what she's trying to say. But she was trying to like have a little fun with her mom and her mom blamed Maureen acting differently. Like Maureen was trying to tell her mom, I have an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. I'm not healthy. And her mom was like, pizza boyfriends ruining right. your wife. I was like, mom, you dumbass. Yeah. <sighs> that, that, that part you're just like, Oh, that sucks. Like she's trying to be open with her mom and her mom's just like not receiving it. Mm-hmm. That like I thought, I thought was like, well written, but for the most part, you're like, I don't know. How'd you, how'd you, how'd y'all feel about it? Um, <laughs> For Wait, me, okay, one thing. Yeah. <laughs> On Maureen, I do think she has the best line in the film Ooh. where she says, I'm the best goddamn dancer in whatever company. Who the hell are you? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it all the time. Yes. <laughs> all the time. It Who was the such hell a weird read, too. Yeah. And I'm no. like, she says, Nobody. Slam. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, she's getting aggro. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> like, she really changed her voice for that. Pizza Boyfriend found, like, def- <laughs> demolished. I also just feel like that subplot between Maureen and I guess his name is Jim. 
Jim, sure. the caterator, could have been that subplot could have been written out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Nothing really would have changed, and uh, I think that screen time could have then been dedicated to if there are going to be romantic subplots, give it to Eric. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, because uh, Jim is like he stalks her, he yes. relentlessly calls her when he finds out. So he finds out her name mm-hmm. and where she goes to school. So then he starts calling like the administration building, Which is horrifying, and, and also then... the fact that they would even like say anything, right? And then <laughs> pushy, he just pushy, shows pushy. up. He, sh- yeah. he he she like walks outside one day and he's just like waiting there for her and he's like give here's my phone number and then she's like okay i guess we're dating now in jim's defense though this was 2000 people did not have cell phones it's true there's no social media That's true. they had a real connection I was, how else was he ever gonna see her again he knew one detail i was i was annoyed at emily and i'm like emily why did you give jim her last name yeah. could have prevented pizza she's boyfriend from happening <laughs> that's why no one wants you around either i also i mean so that i feel like yeah he that was a pretty like cut and dry predatory romance like we've seen this a bajillion times especially yeah. in this era mm-hmm. uh but they also like it felt like a weird thing that he was made out to be like a working class guy and then they kind of backtrack on that later they're like well he's a medical student so don't worry he's still like a quote-unquote good option for maureen i think there's like a little bit of like classy stuff because i thought (laughs) he was going to be her gobble ghoul boyfriend (laughs) who like brought her out bowling and you're like oh it's like a working class character in this movie that's like not really full of characters he's the the jack of her rose duet bouquetter exactly but then he's not ewan mcgregor in moulin rouge why would you choose why wouldn't you choose the maharaja you have to That's the question. I ask myself that every day. <laughs> That's real love, you know? <laughs> Another movie that I would love to talk about anytime. Oh, oh we Hell already yes. covered it, it's, but oh, we'll it. do it again. We'll do it again. I, honestly, we're just going to have to start doing like a best of favorite movies again. Uh, so, so Maureen, I mean, I think... Uh, a lot I mean like many characters it's like they start to address they start an interesting conversation and for whatever reason either they chose not to or like for production reasons were not able to Mm -hmm. follow through on the kind of thing but Mm -hmm. I mean again like toxic stage parents are so prevalent in ballet that you're like okay this makes sense that this is at least they're trying to and it's melodramatic but kind of this whole movie is right whatever at the end she's like i have i have a pizza boyfriend now and that's my future well okay. does he give her pizza i forget why he why pizza is a thing he gives her on their date she that's she the first the, time like, weirdest she, bite of pizza I've ever she seen. has a tip of pizza oh, and then okay. he's like babe and you're like classic pizza boyfriend mm-hmm. eat it better yeah eat yeah. it the way you're supposed to eat pizza come on act like you've had pizza before you're embarrassing me <laughs> like that's <laughs> That's that whole scene. Oh, um, who else is there? Uh, is there any? I think. Well, I we we sort of touched on this during Jody's section. She's just such a boring protagonist that it's hard to want to talk about her. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sorry, Jody. Uh, She's not perhaps interesting. Yeah, but with Cooper, I was like, was he? Did you find that he was being? What was there like? So are they? She's a student, and he's in the company. Is that like? In terms yeah. of predatory, I, like, couldn't really suss out. Because at first I'm like, is she, like, 16? And I'm like, no, I guess she's 18. Yeah, like, I think they're all supposed to be adults. You're right. It is predatory. And I think that it's the way they tried to write around that is, mm-hmm. like, well, he, he's not, like, he doesn't have a lot of power in the company. Like, right. he has to start his own because, like, no one respects him. So it's not like she's mm-hmm. fucking someone who can give him something. Yeah. <laughs> give her something. It's just, like, a guy that happens to be older and, like 
cool. weirdly wanting right. to hang and out. And, yeah. and how much older? We don't know. Yeah, the I actor don't. was 25 when it was filmed. So okay. I'm like, okay, that's less egregious than I thought it was going to be. But it was, I don't know. I guess we could just be right, like, like old enough off. to start your own ballet company with yeah. funding. A business owner. <laughs> he might, like, I mean, let's owner, say to make, to make me myself feel better. Let's say he was only in, in the academy for one year yeah. prior to that and he made the companies and now this is his so maybe he's 19 or 20 but yeah. then they're also like he went off to London for a while and <laughs> fucked everyone who lived well, in also, London fucked his way also, through <laughs> Big Ben and came back <laughs> they also really like glaze over the fact they're like oh he also has a serious drinking problem oh, he right. also won't stop harassing his ex they oh I wanted to say something really quickly about his ex Kathleen who I wish was in the movie more because she just didn't have time for anyone in this movie mm-hmm. every time she's on screen she's like pfft whatever like and then yeah. she's like i'm married to oc daddy i'm happy uh-huh. but they they talk kind of cruelly about her at one point where she walks past the like younger girls at the mm-hmm. beginning and they're like mm-hmm. oh it's kathleen like she's in the company blah 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 and then they're talking about like oh well she married oc daddy and they're kind of making it seem like she's like she's the one trying to like get ahead yeah like yeah. she's like not gold digging but yeah like just trying to secure her place in this mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. and that is one thing that kind of goes unchallenged and they kind of are critical of her for that but then we see she's really good it's yeah. like not like she's horrible and doesn't deserve to be there right and then kind of the same thing with jody that i felt like weird that it's written this way where Cooper only invites her to dance for him after they've slept together. Right. Which she doesn't really seem to care about. And she kind of flaunts that in front I of mean, Kathleen. I mean, even the dance is that. There is a bed yeah. on the stage. They, yeah, they <laughs> want to stay in the dance. They're like, why don't we go through everything that happened in the two weeks we've known each other right here in a dance? It's kind of like yeah. Moulin Rouge again, because yeah. it's like the play in Come Moulin Rouge is the what's same. happening in the narrative of the movie. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing, Jamie. It's like... Um, for such a long time, and even to some extent today, if a woman accomplishes anything, so many it has to be traced people are going to be like, to... well, who did she fuck to mm-hmm. get that thing? And this movie just kind confirms of... it? Yeah. They're just yeah. like, well, uh, we know who these two women fucked. Right. Fortunately, <laughs> they're they're pretty good. And you're just like, I don't like this precedent. There Or, uh, yeah, it was just written a little bit weird. Also, it is funny to picture what that whole 15-minute dance would have been like at the end if Eric did it. Like, right? that was just supposed to be Eric. Uh-huh. <laughs> that yeah. was just supposed to be Eric. Halfway through that, he's like, wait, is this about that time you fucked the teacher? <laughs> right. He's like, hold on. <laughs> I'm just now getting it. We're hold on a on. bed. I don't have a bed frame. <laughs> what is this about? But it was just, yeah. So so that, like, uh, uh, just, like, women's careers being I mean and there is I forget oh I read something like not too long ago that was it was just an argument that sometimes modern feminists come down on that story point a little hard because there were times in history where securing I think it was like something about little women where like securing Mm -hmm. A powerful, a man in power was the only way to ensure your own survival. Uh But it's 2000 in this movie. So um, I'm pretty sure. Maybe no. Women existed independently. Some other options. I'm Every Woman had come out. Like these are songs. (laughs) (laughs) And we see that they're both talented enough to not need that. So it's weird that the movie doubles down on them needing that on top of being capable. I don't know. Mm -hmm. There's also, that means there's two different love triangles happening because there's one between Jody, Charlie, and Cooper and there's one between Cooper, Mr. OC Daddy, and then Kathleen. I mean, but is it if Kathleen and OC Daddy are both like 
get away married. from us. Yeah. Yeah. But They're yet, like a like, line right. and a dot. Cooper's just trying to <laughs> insert himself into it. And Ugh. yeah, but it's weird. Uh, and then like the Kathleen character is just treated uh, again as like the object that just keeps getting like tug of war back and forth. Um, but she, yeah. I kind of, I guess that's why I like Kathleen because like people are trying to do mm-hmm. exactly what they're doing to Jody, which is like yank, yank. Mm-hmm. And Kathleen's sort of like, not having it like mm-hmm. she there are moments where she's like cooper you're being annoying like your girlfriend's 18 cool mm-hmm. um, <laughs> tight that you're dating a toddler but whatever right. <laughs> but it's like she she is like unwilling to engage it in a way that and it's like i don't blame jody because she's a fictional character and she's is very young mm-hmm. and that's another way that you're like oh he is like Cooper's very emotionally manipulative where he'll like yell at her during rehearsal yeah. he's her boss but he's her boyfriend and there's an eight like the difference for I mean not for everybody but like if I was 18 and dating someone in their mid-20s I would be so out of my fucking depth I yeah. wouldn't have known what to do right, right. and so like there's that like it's just a it's just a weird setup they give mm-hmm. us yeah it's also like the, I think that all of her interior life with these relationships I think it does a disservice to the point of this being a dance movie because like she sure. is consistently criticized for her like skills and abilities mm-hmm. but she's always fine and everything she does is dancing and she's like normally fine like (laughs) the dance class no one was like keep up (laughs) ballet girl like she was great at salsa we were made to believe she was great and so it's like (laughs) wait so is her challenge dance because like even if people are saying you suck you suck you suck every day about her body and her turnout and whatever Mm -hmm. that has never been a hindrance to her (laughs) finding success so they're like well I guess my only problem then is that I'm boning this guy (laughs) right they're like I'm not gonna engage in the smoking discourse so that's not even a problem (laughs) Like she doesn't have problems. She creates her own through sticking around with these terrible dudes. We're used to seeing white male mediocrity, so this time we're seeing white female mediocrity. That's progress. That's progress. (laughs) Two thousand. Pretty forward thinking. Uh, We got to wrap up, right? We got to. We're almost done. Okay. Okay. Um. Hey, gang, does this movie well, pass the Bechdel test? Or oh, yeah. Almost oh, certainly. Uh-huh, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We're talking about cigarettes. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> we're about talking cigarettes. About ballet. We're ballet. talking about turnout. Food. <laughs> food. We're talking about food. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, uh, is your dreams not mine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're talking yes. about a lot we're, of characters, a lot of combinations. <laughs> definite. <laughs> talking about passing. <laughs> I just scared Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's. They, women are talking about all sorts of things. There, There is a larger uh, romantic presence, but that doesn't get in the way of it passing the test. True. Woo. All right, let's rate it on our nipple scale. Uh, zero to five nipples. Like based... how many nipples we saw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really remember any. Uh, I think zero. Um, yeah, maybe the dude nipples. I don't yeah, know. maybe some dude nipples. Um, so yeah, zero to five nipples based on its representation of women. To me, this one's kind of like split down the middle. It's like a 2.5 um, just because it's, I think it's making some attempts at trying to tackle various things. None of it goes very far or... Or does anything but it's also probably it's I think it would have been kind of groundbreaking or impressive for 2000 so the fact that they're including a queer character at all the fact that they're touching on eating disorders uh, the fact that they include a couple characters of color mm-hmm. different things like that but also just a lot of the other problems that we've already discussed so 2.5 and uh, I'll give two to Zoe Saldana and I'll give my remaining half nipple to I'll give it to Maureen. 
Cool. Yeah. She needs it. I, <laughs> she's going through a tough time. In her new career. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel the same way. Like two and a half. I think this movie is like actually making an effort, which in 2000 is like, wow, an effort to talk about things. Even mm-hmm. if it doesn't get all the way there, that's something. Um, yeah, it's progress in its way. It, you know, like attempts for 2000 is, is not nothing. And in, in what was, a t- you know, intended to be like a widely very popular movie, which maybe it wasn't. But, you know. <sighs> whatever <laughs> um i just i love dance movies yeah and then i i think that like the main points were like yeah the not really it seems like they weren't able to deal with a queer storyline in the way that they may have liked to mm-hmm. um i wish that we had gotten to learn more about eva and avoided a little more of the like stock personality traits there mm-hmm. um and just like the intense like um let's replace any point women could be interacting with a hetero plot point of like men that we keep forgetting about um but I <laughs> or lo- who suck in general mm-hmm. who, who are either the worst or charlie from seattle right. <laughs> like whatever <laughs> um i love sergey anyways <laughs> two and a half nipples one to sergey uh one to zoe saldana <laughs> and the last half to kathleen Excellent. I'm going strong too, Nips. Mm -hmm. Um, I I agree with everything both of you just said. So I will. My new point, I guess, is that with a movie that has, I would say, upwards of three stars, (laughs) like people who are (laughs) well known, this movie should have done better. Um, (laughs) I think that uh, it's a shame that you can have people who are clearly talented and not use them to the best of their abilities. Like the dancers should just been dancing. Why were they talking so much? <laughs> we we regret <laughs> uh, missed opportunity, and I think yeah in in the genre that it was in like I considered it kind of like in the same era of like high school movies that were like big like Tin mm-hmm. Things and mm-hmm. Cruel Intentions even like I I don't know I think that um you know if I had to give my two nipples for all of these things I would give one nipple to New York City holding it down. <laughs> A beautiful backdrop for a very boring story. <laughs> and, um, okay, I'm going to give half a nipple to Sandy Cohen's eyebrows. Shout out. Uh, the beginning of an era. And I'll give the other half to Zoe because she should smoke in the dorms. Burn yeah. it down. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? The best. Oh, well, oh. Akila, thank you so much thank for being here. Thank you for here. having me. This has thank been you. a highlight of my life. Wow. Oh, this is wonderful. Ours, too. <laughs> We're so glad you could come. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Where can people follow you online, check out your stuff, yes. all that? I live on the internet, so follow me on Twitter, at Akila, obviously. Uh, subscribe to my podcast. It's a daily news podcast for Crooked Media called What a Day. comes out Monday through Friday. And uh, I don't know, don't show up at my dance recital if I don't invite you. <laughs> That's it. Perfect rule of thumb. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, you can follow us at Bechtelcast on Twitter, Instagram, all the places. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on uh, Patreon. $5 a month means you get two bonus episodes mm-hmm. uh, every month. And uh, get merch at tpublic.com slash the Bechtelcast. Wow. Wow. And now and we all dance away. <laughs> away. Bye-bye. Bye. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. 
Visit TomboyX.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.